Like, you knew we were gonna talk about Tom Brady, right? So excited. I mean, last night was awesome. And don't get me wrong, I... <laughs> I grew up in New England. I have considered myself a Patriots fan forever. But here's the thing. I am the biggest, biggest Tom Brady fan. I'm, you know what? I'll take that back. I am the biggest fan of the people who just freaking go for it in all sports. Basically, I'm a sport junkie. When I watch TV, I watch the Olympic channel just because I love the competition and the constant bettering of yourself. I'm obsessed with watching human beings push their limits and prove the naysayers wrong. Like, there is something to be said about everybody shit-talking you for years and coming back on a different football team and winning your seventh Super Bowl ring. I don't care who you are. I don't care what team you root for. You can be the biggest hater on the planet, but you cannot tell me that that is not some greatest of all time shit right there, right? Here's the thing. I, all the greats, all the legends, Kobe, God rest his soul, LeBron, we could go to like Sean White and Pyeongchang, that, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, I, that was on the other night and it was so cool to watch him win that gold and the emotion that comes out of a human being when they've pushed their body and trained so hard and they've done everything and they've laid it all on the line and then they win. That is so cool. And you know what? I think the reason that so many of us are so obsessed with watching sports and sport in general and playing and winning and, and all of it, the winning and the losing, you know I'm a huge Abby Wambach fan and you know that failure is fuel is like my jam. I respect athlete culture on such a high level because I think it can teach us so much about our everyday life and ourselves and the human experience and how we deal with failure and how we deal with tough conversations. I think being a part of a, any athletic organization, a team, a pack, a tribe, whatever you want to say, and, and that can morph and shift from childhood to middle school to like little league to like rec league to whatever league but being on these teams and I think that just sport has it just has this behind it that there's something there and what I think is really really cool is just seeing somebody out like outlast the opposition, outdo themselves in a way that invokes, like I'm so jazzed up today because it, it just like seeing somebody do, achieve something like that, like ignite something in my soul that like I know it's possible to do impossible things because there are people living, breathing, tangible proof that it can be done. I do this in my Wicked Fearless program uh, one of the weeks, and I call it Heart of a Champion. And basically, it's a journal prompt, and you can do this too. So, whoo if you got your journal around and you want to go for it. But I feel like so many times, you know, I'll have a conversation. Someone's like, well, I don't know what I'm good at, and I don't, I don't really know where I'm going. I don't feel really confident in what I'm doing and my job and whatever. So what I always say is, inv- like, bring into your environment, bring into your brain, bring into your universe a moment in your life where you had that aha moment, that victory moment, that champion moment, and 
99.9% of the time, there has been some moment and it can go beyond sport. It could be like winning an award or I don't even know, winning an award, winning a race, like anything. Take like just, just pull from any memory in your mind of when you crushed it, when you were the winner, when you did it, when you worked your ass off and got that crazy grade, when you passed your doctorate with flying colors, when you, whatever it is, insert, you know, like my thing I would say, insert adjective here, insert human experience from your past here. And then I want you to sit in that energy versus the energy of, oh, I'm not really good at anything. I'm not really, I don't, I'm not good versus the energy of holy shit. Oh my gosh, I did this. And I, I totally forgot. I won that swim meet when I was 10 and it was so cool. And I got the yellow ribbon. Oh my God. I never will forget that time I was riding that really, that pony that really, really sucked. And then I just, I gave up and I dropped the reins and he jumped all the jumps and I got the blue ribbon for jumping that day. Or like, I don't know, pull from something that day. I, I was in the box, the starting blocks after prom and I PR'd in the hundred meter hurdles, which is is not correct. That's not what happened. And <laughs> that's not how that meeting went. That meet went for me. But whatever it is, whatever silly situation, and it's not not silly, but whatever you can pull from that gets you in this spirit of a heart of a champion. It's like it's this energy, it's this pull, it's this hunger to to go after it, to get it done, to be bigger and better and stronger and just do. Whatever it was, that trophy moment for you, the ribbon moment, the A-plus on the report card or the big paper that you were really nervous about or winning the science experiment, whatever puts you in that energy of win, that winner energy, that champion energy, that on top energy, I got this energy, that's the energy. That's what I look at as heart of a champion. It is, it's on a cellular level of excitement. It puts you in a totally different stratosphere. We can play a lot of records in our head of woe is me and and we can kind of get really down on ourselves and it usually comes from outside opinions and that forms an internal dialogue which we never would have had had these people not said something, had somebody not put you down or said you can't do that or you don't have the ability to do that or who do you think you are for wanting to do that you can't do that you can't make that money you 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 it's it's someone else projecting their fears onto us and it makes us second guess or question what we're doing in our life and so that's a little that is a little activity a little takeaway that you can do if you find yourself in a low moment of I'm not good enough, I have never done anything big, like who am I to think I can do this? I urge you to do a little prompt like that. And of course you can put your own spin on it depending on what you have been passionate about up to this point in your life. But notice that it will it's an immediate energetic energy check and it puts you in a different state. And really it's all about changing your state. You can change your state. You can change your mindset. You can change your life. I call it gray poppy. And if you've never seen the movie Trolls, you'll literally have no idea what I'm talking about. But um, there's a little character and she's pink and happy and like everything's good. And when she gets really sad, she turns gray. And I feel like overall, I don't know where you're tuning in from, but in Boston, it's like real, it's like the thick of winter. And it's like, there's just that light at the end of the tunnel and and, and things are kind of starting to open up and we're kind of seeing the other side of this shit storm of like an experience of a year. I don't even know what to call it. Like it's, it's more than an experience. It's like, uh, 
complete rewiring of our entire system of how we run our lives in our world. A complete rewire, a reboot of our world, honestly. Now I'm going to take you back to Tom Brady because the number one thing I hear so much or I come across is people are paralyzed by what other people think, by other people's opinions. And it is really, now more so than ever, it is really, really sad to see and watch because it's holding people back from being their truest, best self, from chasing their goals and dreams and wishes and the things that set their soul on fire. They are giving that up because of what Susie, someone says to them or some girl at work or that guy at the gym or like whatever, whoever is that negative chirpy voice in your head, that mean girl, that mean guy, we got to tell them to F off. F off. Right off, right off a cliff. Take a long ass walk off a short cliff, sister, because we're not dealing with that. Uh Uh-uh. And this is where Tom Brady comes in and what I love the most. And I think what made this win so sweet is everybody said he couldn't do it. Everybody. People don't see his hustle. I mean, I can only imagine the shit that guy has going on. You know, everybody made fun of TB12 and his pliability and everybody hates on him and shits on this guy all day, all the time, all the announcers. People tell me he's got a wet noodle for an arm, all this stuff. Everybody's saying this shit and yet he still came back and did it. Seven rings. And there was something really cool about watching that on the screen last night that kind of like made my heart flutter, you know, like the, but that flutter, that warm feeling like, damn, that's a moment. And I know for me, that kind of gave, that got me jazzed up because there's nothing cooler than seeing somebody win and being excited for them and knowing that like you are in that winning energy too. I think that ultimately is why people love sports so much, why we have a whole billion, I don't even know how much, billion a dollar industry around sports and sports media and watching sports and college football and baseball and basketball and all the different things. It's It invokes this feeling in us, right? Like it gives us this hype, this excitement, this go out there and get it done. It, it gives us a belief, a sense of, I can do that. Just watching someone else doing something great just proves that I too can do something great and that there's greatness within me because if another human being is out doing something we consider extraordinary, it means that that is just proof that I can do it too. If someone out there has the job or the dream or the wish or the house or whatever it is that you want, that all that is is proof that you can do it too. Instead of being in the mind space of that's not... Oh, they already have that. That's not for me. Get in the mindset of that is living, breathing, tangible proof that I can do it too, that it can be done. And I think that's cool. And I think that if you're listening, you should be inspired and you should look look towards those people that are have that goal, that dream, that wish, whatever it is that you want, the shoes that you so very badly want to step into. Like, what does their daily practice look like? What are they doing? What are they involved with? What are they listening to? I mean, that's how I find a lot of the stuff that I found or the books or the podcasts or the, you know, panels or whatever it is. It all kind of morphs and goes with each other. The practice, like this thing, that thing, how to better myself on the bike and off the bike, 
how to become a better athlete, all these different, it all meshes together to go. It's, it's basically leveling up. How do you find that best version of you? It's super cool. It's super inspiring, but it really does lead back to that different mindset, that champion mindset, the yes, I can, yes, I will, yes, I must, and watch me do it attitude. And the watch me factor is really important because that sends out a, like almost this signal out into the universe, this boom that like I'm, I, I just spoke it and now I'm speaking it into action. I'm not shying away from it. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to get after it. It almost gives you a little kick in the ass. Like, well, I, I said it out loud. So now I got to go do it. A lot of, I've noticed this a lot too. A lot of people don't want to talk about their goals and dreams. They don't want to put it out there. They don't want to make it public because then it, not only does it give, it's two things. One, they're scared always. It's always about fear. What is someone going to think of me? What is Aunt Susan? What's my mom? Whatever. What are they going to think about me? So there's that fear, but then there's also the fear of that. When I speak it out now, it becomes accountability, Because I think also this really messed up thing that happens is people, as much as we love to see people win, there's like this fucked up group of people in the world that always want to just be like, I told you so. You know, like it's almost like when you go do something, you're afraid to fail because you're afraid of what they're going to say when you don't actually make it. But the thing is, is you're going to fail. You're going to fail a million times. You're going to take jobs that you hate. You're going to play in games that you're going to lose. You might even lose the final kick of the final game. You might lose the three-point basket when it, that your team's down by two points or whatever the scenario is that you could think of the lowest lows. I always bring it back and it always revolves back to are you playing in the game? Because the naysayers and, you know, the people that call Tom Brady out and say he can't do it, they've never done what he can do. You are not Tom Brady. And I think a lot of times we forget that. We forget that those naysayers are not us. They don't know our struggle. They don't know our strength. They don't know our daily grind. They don't know the work we're doing behind the scenes. A lot of people don't get to see it. They just get to see your highlight reel. Whatever you post about those victorious moments, they don't know what you've been doing behind the scenes. I love to call like, you know, everybody sees the great and powerful Oz. Like, you know, the great and powerful Oz. And no one ever gets to see when you pull the curtain back and all the crazy shit and the buttons and your like running around and you're just this little girl or little guy behind the curtain trying to make all your shit happen but no one else sees that and so it's really easy for them to say oh well you didn't do it or oh I told you so or, oh you know, no, no. let those people just like fall at the wayside no really let them fall at the wayside and, and throughout my entire ever since I read this quote I will hammer it home a hundred thousand times 10x over someone who's doing more than you will never put you down like someone who is working harder than you and is never going to tear you down. It's only someone doing less. Period. Button on the end of that. When people gossip and when people say you can't do something and they want to put you down and they doubt you, it is because your success shakes something up in them where they have to look at themselves in the mirror and wonder why they're not doing it. And that causes this mental strife in them, which causes fear and jealousy and anger and all the bad land, all the nasty nasties, all the bottom outs. And that will get projected back onto you. But because you have the guts to go for it, I promise you'll be better off. 
maybe you have the guts to go to a new team in a new place and by <laughs> somehow win the freaking Super Bowl. Like, it's awesome. Maybe what that looks like for you is you know you should go to a different job, but maybe you're a little nervous because you don't know if you're going to be successful there or if you've outdone yourself in ways. Maybe you're afraid to leave the house you're in or the city you're in because you have it so good where you are, but what if it's better on the other side? What if it's that much sweeter on the other side? Sometimes we have to take that little leap of faith and and hope that the safety net opens up on the other side and and trust the process and know that it's going to be cool and it's going to be great and fuck what other people say. They don't know you. They don't know your journey. They don't have to live again with your regrets at the end of your life when you put your head down on the pillow at night and you have to think about what you didn't do. You have to live with that. No one else does. So all of this to say that people are always going to have doubts. People are always going to doubt you. You're always going to have haters. You know, some of your biggest haters you would think are going to be your closest confidants, family, close friends, and they're the ones that are actually deterring you from going after that huge goal, dream, wish, whatever, And you have to find it somewhere within yourself and in your gut to be like, no, this is me. Like, this is my journey and I'm going to honor it and I'm going to honor it to the best of my ability. And maybe it doesn't end up where I want it to go. Maybe it ends up even better. And that usually starts with putting yourself in the state of a yes, I can. Yes, I will. Yes, I must. And if you're feeling extra sassy, you tell them to watch you because with that attitude, you're sure as shit going to get it. Honestly, that's it. That's really it. Short, sweet. Don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing. <laughs> Kevin Napore from Mean Girls style. Katie Heron, don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing. Because you got this. Sometimes you just need that, that little voice to say, go get it. Swing for the fences. So that's your reminder this week. Don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing. Your thing. And you miss 100% of the shots you never take. So get out there and start taking the shots. Start swinging. Start punching. Start running. Start riding your bike. Ride off beat. Who fucking cares? Just go for it. You'll always be better off for having tried than sitting around and thinking about why you didn't go after it. Promise you that. I will see you next week. Until then, stay joyful, loving, And above all else, fearless.